today, me and my two friends will be taking you back on a trip back in history to the late 1920s and 1930s, while we, where we will talk to you about the variety of recipes and different cultural aspects of that time period of the Great Depression in America, specifically in the southern region of America, as that region is particularly very large and lots of different groups tend to inhabit the South or what is labeled the South. So it will be a fun time talking to you guys about what we've seen and what we've researched about that area. Thank you for listening. The region of the South in the late 1920s and 1930s was not a very happy place. The tensions were very high in the South due to the Jim Crow laws and segregation spanning all through the South, which caused a lot of a lot of tensions between racial groups and just people in general as people were not happy with the system they were born into. Um, the South is particularly known for its very hot climate and having very humid weather. There are some parts of the South where it gets cooler, but a majority of the South in America is known for being hot and humid. Uh, the ethnic groups in the South were, there were particularly three main groups. You had the white people, you had African Americans, and you had Hispanics as those three groups kind of came together in all different regions of the South as the South was the South as a region was particularly big. Um, migration patterns in the South, those were, that, that was seen as uh, many African-Americans were moving out of the South into the North. So there were less people living there. Uh, the South had a lot of different variety of food because of all the different ethnic groups that lived there because of how big the South was. Um, out of the meals that we saw in the cookbooks, there was a lot of common ingredients such as like sugar, milk, salt, butter, eggs, and there's a lot of the same vegetables as well, such as like onions. Um, there was a lot of carrots, celery, and one of the main things was like we saw a lot of butter or fat in it, which was really surprising. Yeah, and the three cookbooks we chose, they were called Macy's Cookbook, Aunt Sammy's Radio Recipes, and A Date with a Dish, A Cookbook of the American Negro. Uh, the, these three cookbooks mostly give a lot of variety in what they are all serving as they all have a general theme over it. As the Macy's Cookbook and the Aunt Sammy's, both of those, they had a lot of they had a lot of interesting recipes that you wouldn't normally see in a lot of cookbooks in where we live in California. They had a lot of interesting things. And in the um, the Date with a Dish cookbook, there was a lot of um, more like fish and there was a lot more uh, spices in those cookbooks. All right. Um, my favorite... Recipe was probably the roast turkey with chestnut stuffing because it just sounds good.
Um, mine was from the Macy's cookbook, and it was the raisin and nut bread. This is my favorite because my grandma makes like a similar version, and it does have some of the, the similar ingredients. And I said uh, my favorite dish, it was also from Macy's cookbook. I said the uh, stuffed red peppers. I said this because um, they they're very they sound very interesting and good with the um, the ingredients in them. It's a lot of spices and interesting things that I wouldn't normally see in a dish. And it sounds very enticing and flavorful. A lot of these food recipes in the cookbooks often are seen as uh, recipes from many immigrants' homelands. So Europe, Africa, Asia, a lot of those places have had immigrants come over to America. And a lot of these can be seen as traditional, like European or international dishes. But um, Americans kind of made the dishes got Americanized or they kind of made them unique to America a lot through uh, spices used in a lot of these dishes. One of the d dishes that was a that was seen as primarily um, uh, German was a, called sour sauerbraten and there were uh, a few more spices were added compared to the German the German version of the dish there was um there was a little bit of garlic and onions added to it which wasn't in the traditional dish um a lot of the foods that they used in the in their meals were can be grown in gardens like onions, celery, carrots, parsley, and apples. And the other ingredients were mainly like flour, eggs, butter, or milk, and sugar. So dairy, basically. And then cookbooks are a very vital point in history for us to like look back on and understand. So like you get an understanding of what people ate and and that can tell you a lot about how they lived and if they'd grown their food or the portion sizes can tell you if they were poor or lived a lavish lifestyle. Thank you for listening to this fun adventure with me and my friends. I hope you enjoyed learning about the South and their cultural food items. Have a nice rest of your day.